that's them bullshit boys. What's happening, y'all? This is that's bullshit, right? I am John Mahar. With you, we as always is Alex Bozanovic. Alex, what's happening, baby? Not much. How you doing? Just, just super pumped after that intro. Yeah. No, I, I can only imagine, dude, the amount of energy in this place right now. <laughs> it is palpable. It is palpable. <laughs> I had a guy come up to me the other day. He's like, hey, man, I heard your podcast. And I was like, you're him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. We've been watching you. <laughs> no, been, but it's... We've uh, been wanting to send you some champagne. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we, yeah maybe get you a t-shirt. Um, yes, yeah, so what's happening, man? Uh, not nothing. I like. I don't know. Same I'm, as it ever was. I know you came yeah. in here with some uh, some extra conspiracy today. <laughs> you came in talking about uh, Martin Luther King. We're off the Kennedys right now, and we're on to the Kings. <laughs> we're taking a break. From, we're taking from a break the from the Kennedys, and we moved on to yeah, uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. You're talking about how basically he was not shot to death, but instead possibly smothered. Yeah. Well, I was listening to a podcast with. Uh, William Peppers. He was the, um, I, I believe he's, uh, what's his face? Um, James Earl Ray. Yeah, he's James Earl Ray's attorney. And uh, he was talking, he's done a lot of investigation around it. And um, I guess what he has found is that uh, he, he didn't die from the gunshots, mm-hmm. that he was still alive when he got to the hospital because he's got two eyewitnesses and one of them, I guess, saw the doctor and one of the FBI agents that he uh, is accusing of kind of being involved in mm-hmm. the plot because um, the doctor at the hospital was the FBI guy's family doctor. Okay. And I guess they were at some like convention or meeting or something. And there's an eyewitness that says he heard the doctor tell the FBI guy if in reference to Martin Luther King, if he's not dead from the gunshots, just make sure they bring him to my hospital and I'll take care of it. That's awesome. And then there's a nurse. Jesus Christ. There's a nurse that, uh, William Pepper, um, uh, interviewed as well. That says she actually saw the doctor like suffocate, basically smother him with a pillow, smothering the leader of the civil rights movement. Yeah. And it took her this long to come out and, yeah. Say something about it. That's fucking. Well, I think he interviewed her back in the nineties, but like, oh, okay. he's just writing the book right now, right? Or wrote it, just wrote the book. Yeah, right? yeah. I, uh, or at least just releasing the yeah, book right now. Yeah, I just, I think it's interesting how light we keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, we're talking about dudes like uh, uh, that fire themselves in rockets up into space. And then we talk about conspiracy theorists, and now we're on to the civil rights movement. And um, it's a uh, fuck. That's that's nuts, dude. Do you, do you buy it? I I I have well, I haven't read the book yet. I just heard the podcast. I bought the book. I just started reading it. Um, I read all I've read so far is the foreword and the introduction. I haven't actually started reading like, the, the chapters yet. yet. Yeah. So I I don't know. I haven't read it i don't know what the, i don't know where the info is coming from but right. like i, I so it's 100 true it, it's from a podcast that i trust yeah so like i i'm leaning towards like should I we think mention the podcast uh it's called who what why who what why yeah okay. listen to who what why if you want to get a if you want to get on our level <laughs> or at least alex's my level's so fucking far below alex's that like for a second, I thought, you know, we were really sticking hard to the Kennedys. 
and then you drop Martin Luther King on. <laughs> oh, us. don't worry, we're not we're not we're dropping not the Kennedys. Kennedys. We're not dropping the Kennedys. I'm still waiting for like a conspiracy theory as to how Bill Hicks got pancreatic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it has something to do with I'm still uh, the, the that podcast. Who, what, why? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a, a podcast for a web a news website, mm-hmm. and the founder, his name is Russ Baker, and he's coming out with a book about. George Bush's role in the Kennedy assassination. George Bush Sr.? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I can't wait for that book. Yeah, no. That book's going to be mean, amazing. Can they, they're basically saying they could place him in the Texas? Yeah. Well, he already kind of placed him well, in Texas. Was, in, he was in, in a book at he least in wrote. Houston, right? Yeah. Well, well, there's a picture of him, or at least someone that looks like him, uh, in Dallas right after the assassination. Mm-hmm. Like someone was, uh, there was a photographer just taking pictures of the chaos and just happened to capture this guy that looks exactly like George H.W. Bush. No shit. <laughs> I gotta see this picture. I uh, that's the thing though. If I see it in a picture, it's just a fact. Like I, I don't take into effect Photoshop or anything like that. Like um, I'm just that naive. I'm just like, wow, man. But yeah, Russ Baker has another book. I think it's called like Family of Secrets. I always screw it Is up. Is that the Kennedy one? Uh, it's the George H W and George W Bush one. Oh, okay. And uh, but in that one, he talks about um. Like he finds a a hotel receipt that George H. W. Bush signed off on um, the night before Kennedy was shot. No shit. And then he well, he wasn't even was he a part of the OSS then? Who George H. W. Bush? Yeah. Um, not that I know of. But like his he basically starts in the CIA. Um, well, he starts in the OSS, I think. No, I that's Dulles starts in the OSS. Okay. Oh, okay. But um. Oh yeah, that's our. <laughs> that's a throwback, right yeah, there. But um. Old Boiler Dulles. Yeah. Um. Russ Baker traces George H. W. Bush back to like nineteen years old, working for the CIA. No shit. Yeah. Was he just a wonderkin? Well, his dad Prescott Bush was like a big politician in texas at the time was he and, and then became like a senator and i didn't know they that. were very close friends with the dulles family so okay i didn't know that he was i guess he, i knew the prescott bush was affiliated i just thought for some reason he was like an oil man in texas i didn't realize he was a politician well yeah i mean he was i mean he was friendly with the oil well i would assume guys. he was a texas politician but um it, it it it's not official like he didn't find any like official capacity that he was part of the cia mm-hmm. but he found a lot of like documents mentioning him back when he was like 19 because <clears throat> i mean he was a pilot in world war Two. yeah wasn't he yeah i mean he was a. Uh, I mean i don't know well he was trained as a pilot yeah, i mean whether we don't know actual, whether yeah, he was whether actually, actually flew yeah right I think that's uh well you think about it too like one of the most decorated pilots in World War II was Ted Williams who was a you know played for the the Yankees no he played for the Red Sox for oh, the Red Sox he was the last person to hit 400 uh-uh. you know and that was in the late 40s that was after the war um it's always interesting to me to be like dude was he really a pilot didn't they have like a rag ball back then or something like wasn't it made out of rags yeah it was a, I mean it was no that was 
before his time. They call, oh, okay. they call it the dead ball era. Because I was, because I was just gonna. That like, was Ty Cobb times. Okay, because yeah. I was, uh, I was just gonna put an asterisk next to that four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it was a legit four hundred. <laughs> it was legit. They, there was a cool story they said. Were they, black people playing yet? No, there's an asterisk. There's an there's asterisk. Your asterisk. Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, he wasn't. An he wasn't getting. That. Uh, he wasn't getting. Satchel Page wasn't pitching to Ted yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a real cool story about how they played a double header on the day he had. He was at four hundred on the dot. Yeah, and his manager came up to him and was like hey we're gonna sit you today and he was like no you're not he was like no we need you to hit 400 so we're sitting you today and he was like he goes you're not sitting me he goes i don't care if i go it was a double header he goes i don't care if i go for eight i'm playing today and the guy was like all right you know it's your legacy type thing the guy he ended up going six for eight that day or something like that and he ended up hitting like 404 on the year yeah um a really cool story. I read. A, I don't know if it was a. I ever remember it was a true story, but there was. It could have just been an anecdote about. Uh, they say basically said they put him in a cage with a hundred dragonflies, and within they said like two minutes later they he walked out of the cage with just dragonfly guts all over his bat. <laughs> bunch of dead. They said he just he could hit anything. They oh said man! Hit anything. I remember my my mom's pizzeria. It was like right by. Uh, right by uh what's it called lake st Clair. oh and the fish flies yeah, yeah like you dude. would have to sweep them yeah like it was gross like yeah. they'd just be covering everything like yeah. the awnings mm-hmm. the windows you just have to get a mm-hmm. broom and just like sweep them off yeah they fly in your fucking eyes yeah it, like they and, fuck you up and then like once they're dead and they're just in big ass fucking piles they mm-hmm. smell like dead fish oh do they really it's yeah it's gross it's Ooh, disgusting it's fucking disgusting so naturally when my mom was like making like a menu and stuff i was mm-hmm. like we should have a fish fly as our mascot because <laughs> <laughs> that's what people would want to see that's on a menu see, they're ready to eat some look gross like dirty ass fish, dead fly. fish pussy <laughs> <laughs> i uh oh excuse me so yeah today um, was that Zuckerberg thing at the, yeah. the Commerce Committee or whatever? Yeah. They take it light on that fucking dude, man. He's a billionaire. Of course they are. He's one of them. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just... Isn't fucking Jeff Sessions, too? <laughs> well, I guess Jeff Sessions is also the fucking enemy, and he wasn't a private businessman. All the, all those guys are together. Yeah, it's that's just fucking <laughs> spooky. Um. But I mean, it basically laid down. There's, it's like fact now that there was meddling. You know what I mean? There was meddling by Russian mm-hmm. people in the 2016 election year. Yeah, and it's it's just no. And I, that to me, that was like very telling. I didn't watch any of the deposition just because I don't care anymore. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Are you deleting your Facebook? I kind of can't. I, I kind of can't. At the, what's the point of deleting it? They already got all your information. Yeah, I know. So what, what are you going to delete? Like, what are you going to get? Right. I mean, the, the only thing you're going to do is make like an uh, altruistic stand. Right. Like that's really <laughs> right. all. It's like a symbolic right. thing at this point. Right. People are still going to know who you are. They're still going to have all your data. Yeah, and I got to get booked on gigs. You know, yeah, so like, I, know. I can't. I, that's the only way I get. You can get fucking booked. <laughs> oh, you got any room for me on that show? <laughs> for me on that show yeah yeah i uh i don't know i mean i do want to delete facebook not because I of have the data before. breach i uh, have before i'm just sick of it like yeah. i'm just fucking tired of so constantly looking at it fucking and, big brother yeah i don't what again but again that's not why like it's not the big brother thing it's just i'm just fucking tired of it like yeah. i'm constantly looking at it i'm like it just it sucks i, just I can't wait till this it. all fucking falls apart and we go back to a fucking 
agricultural society. <laughs> and that's what we need to do. And just start breeding top shelf stocks. So we can get the best fucking burgers ever <laughs> and steaks and pig and just go back to that lifestyle and put everyone on the farm. I don't know. I don't so, know. That, that sounds great. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. You, but the straw I mean, will survive, dude. You th- I mean, you think if it falls apart, that's what it's going back to? No. I think if it falls apart, it's going back to anarchy. Yeah, I think if it falls apart, we're like at war with each other. After the anarchy, though, someone's going to want to plant some seeds. Well, yeah. You know, I want to be that guy. Well, yeah, I think I thrive in the apocalypse. <laughs> you know, I, I, I won't. I'll yeah. be dead right away. Yeah, but you'd be, you'd have use. You'd be useful. Uh, well, like, how? I don't know how to do shit. No, I. What from, am I gonna? Am I gonna code websites? No. <laughs> you'd be a concubine. Yeah, <laughs> you would be in a stable of whores, <laughs> preferably mine, that I would pimp out regularly. The only, the only, the only skill that I think. I could have in the apocalypse would be like my skill of deceit. (laughs) (laughs) Your your natural cunning. Yeah. Your natural cunning. That's like the only thing I'd have to offer. Yeah. I always put myself in the, uh, like that walking dead. I never really watched. I know you watch the show. Yeah. Uh, But that walking dead, is that Negan dude dead yet? No. That's so fucking stupid. That dude should have been dead ages ago. (laughs) Um, that's the only character I know, by the way. <laughs> I know that there's a kid with one eye. Is he dead? Yeah, he's okay, dead. Okay, good. I don't like him. Uh, Spoilers. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I uh, I think that I would be... I think I'd be a pack leader. That's what I think. <laughs> I, I think, think I think you'd be I think you'd be a strong number two. <laughs> I think you're probably right. You're probably right. I'd be the consummate yes man to the person with that's armed. <laughs> I'd be like, you're right, George. Or you're right. I'd probably refer to him as Thunder. <laughs> you're probably right, Thunder. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I don't I don't know. What would what would you do if everything just collapsed and you had to all of a sudden, now fend for yourself. I'd probably take my family north. Yeah, that's probably a good move. Mm-hmm. You want to go somewhere cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably just end my life. Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> no question. You'd probably drive off the bridge or something. No, I, I wouldn't do it in a gross way. I would just <laughs> like take. A, I would just take a lot of pills or something. You could take that sweet-ass car with you. I would, like, I would like softly suffocate myself. <laughs> like, I would just cut my gas line and just, <laughs> right. like, like... Yeah. You gotta no. You'd probably you'd just go in the garage, leave the car running. Yeah, choke the fuck out. Yeah, fall I would sleep slow. I would do it in in like a safe, comfortable way. Right, but I, I right. think Morrissey I would see playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I I would just end it though because I'm not gonna survive in that. Like I have no survival skills. I, I have, have uh, I have no fighting skills. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I have like I have nothing <laughs> no for that world. Skills whatsoever. No, nothing. No. I have nothing for that world. I, my um, only hope, my only hope, if someone attacks me, is that I either have like a gun or like a big ass sword mm-hmm. where i can just like chop like you'd probably fuck yourself off. up with a sword though i probably would but that <laughs> yeah. would be my only chance or like course. a long ass speed like i would need a weapon that puts distance between, between me and the yeah. other person you need a gun yeah that's you the only gun. way that's the only yeah. way i could make it i would fucking flourish <laughs> <laughs> i'd start small communities all over uh no, I think I would, me and, this is like a conversation me and my wife have regularly. Like, 
right after the Trump election, she was like, what do we do when this motherfucker starts burning? And I'm like, <laughs> we drive fucking north. My only concern is the log jam at the Mackinac Bridge. <laughs> That's my only concern, dude. Because yeah. once I get to the UP, I Just am- go into fucking Windsor. No, because I need to get to the Upper Peninsula. Why not just go north into Canada? Because Canada only has access to two lakes. If you're in the Upper Peninsula, you have access to three lakes. You have Lake Superior, Lake Huron, and Lake Michigan. Yeah, but don't you think everybody's going to be trying to go there, though? Yeah, but not everyone's going to have my skill set. <laughs> I honestly, I, I would, I'd be going... I'd go uh, somewhere cold. Yeah, and, cold for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and high ground. High ground. Porcupine Mountains, Upper yeah. Peninsula. 6,000 foot elevation up there with the monks. Get my dick sucked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just stroking their weird beards. Eating their jams everybody, and jellies. Everybody's always like, oh, I'd go to an island. That's stupid. Yeah, because, you're isolated. Uh, well, okay. I'm thinking in terms of zombies. Oh, okay. like because I it, when they're talking about Walking Dead, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about in terms of zombies. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb and place to go. In terms of roving bands of cannibals, right, right, roving yeah. gangs, gangs of cannibals, mm-hmm. totally different story. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're thinking in the zombie canon, mm-hmm. uh, going to an island is the dumbest place to go because they're dead. They're not breathing. They mm-hmm. can walk through the water. Yeah, they can walk through water. Like. You need high ground. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, and whenever I bring that up to people who say they'd go to an island, they're like, no, they can't do that. Yes, they fucking they can, can they you morons. <laughs> they don't need oxygen. They can just walk yeah. to the depths of the sea and eventually they're going to walk upon that shore. Yeah. They're, they're not. Smell you listen, they're not alive. They yeah. don't need the uh-huh. things that you need when mm-hmm. you're alive. How come, <laughs> how come it always sounds like they're wheezing, though? Uh well I they're probably they probably are breathing a little bit but like I mean they don't need that they're not you're dead you're not gonna suffocate yeah that's that's a fact <laughs> that's a fact you always bring knowledge to these situations <laughs> I uh, my whole thing is I don't think of it from from a zombie I think of it from a complete social breakdown yeah social and, breakdown completely different story yeah and they are there are bands of people who are setting up tolls on yeah. roads and things like that yeah, if yeah, you yeah. can't pay the toll you either let them fuck your wife and kids yeah. or fight for your life or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think at that point I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I think at that See, point I'm like, that's the thing I'm, I, unless I, unless I can sneak through them somehow, which I, which your availability of deceit, <laughs> would lead, that's why you're coming with me, baby. It's going to be me, you and my family. You would be so fucking miserable. Uh, <laughs> my kids. I will, I will say this. I will say this. I am very good at, uh, quickly finding the holes in a situation mm-hmm. and then using that to my advantage. <laughs> I'm very yeah, good at that. No, I agree. I am I agree very with that 100%. good at that. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> and I can't think of a, a minute detail that would, you know, that would justify that statement but yeah. i know for a fact well, that, that I, would like, work i'm not i'm not like good at like and another thing you're good at doing is you could blend yeah you know what i mean like you could be in a crowd and just be like where the fuck did alex go yeah, i yeah, can't no. i don't have that ability yeah no i i'm i am de- i'm definitely good at that yeah but like i'm like seriously a- think about it brown haired brown eyed guy with yeah. a beard you could sneak into fucking it's not even about crowd. that it's just more so about like your demeanor your demeanor yeah. when you're in those situations yeah but uh, i'm not like a prankster like i can't I'm not I can't like plan out a prank and mm-hmm. like see like just have the vision like all the way down the road. Right. I'm more of a person where like if something if it all just kind of like falls together in that moment and mm-hmm. I notice it mm-hmm. like I you'll take be able to exploit it. it. Yeah. 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 Like and I'm good I at recognizing am, that that right. little wrinkle. I'd like to think that I'm okay at yeah. identifying that, but I've always I think my 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 strength would be my 
straight up ability to to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just be like, and I think also that would probably be my demise because there would be you know these nine dudes with baseball bats and me standing in the middle like let's do it, <laughs> let's go. You and me, one at a time, one at a time. No, no, not all of you. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm fucking beat to death. Dude, I remember my kids got to watch. I remember there was this Ukrainian kid uh, in high school who he got jumped by uh, like six or seven Albanians Mm -hmm. and he was actually winning that fight (laughs) until he slipped and he fell. Yeah. Like that's the only reason why he didn't win that fight is because he himself slipped and he fell down. And And at that point they just pounced. They just jumped. But when he was like before he fell, when he Mm -hmm. was on his feet, he was just like fucking roundhouse kicking them and fucking grab one headlock, other one like punch in the face. (laughs) (laughs) My big thing, I went like one of the juggalo story is my mia culpa. You know what I mean? that was like, <laughs> that's, that's your what what's the uh what's my uh, opus i was gonna say like that was your yeah that, that was, was your was probably i mean i know at one point there was like i can't like this is gonna i might even be exaggerating it could have been 12 but in my head it's 17 <laughs> and i just you know i had a three foot front porch yeah well that's that was where you I, won that's how i won dude. Yeah. these kids just kept rushing me and you're, i had, that, I had you were 300 phalanx you were the, yeah, i was gonna you know, say was you like, were the greeks they were the, the persians yeah, yeah. Dude, i was and these kids kept coming and they couldn't get to me i'm even to the point where there was like a kid trying to climb over like, the side i'm like yeah. dude that's like seven feet you can't go <laughs> and so as soon as he gets over the first thing he's exposed is his face yeah you know, and i'm just Boom. like yeah you're going to sleep <laughs> and uh that was i remember i was like um i mean i was it was so fucking gross I was, there was teeth all over my fucking front yard. <laughs> there were teeth, and they were like gross yellow fucking juggalo teeth, dude. And uh, that was yeah, that was my that was I got. Uh, I'll just tell the story. I got go for um, it. There was these uh, kids that lived down the street from us when I first bought a house in uh, off a of nine mile um, in Ferndale, Michigan, right by Detroit. And I uh, had been in the house maybe about a month or so right around there and these kids always walk by and they'd fuck with my dogs they'd scratch at the window and, and go nuts and the dogs would just go fucking crazy so one day I stepped outside I was like stop fucking with my dogs I ain't the one <laughs> you know fucking cool the fuck out about an hour later I just hear this boom and I was like what the fuck was that it sounded like a gun and so I ducked and I look over and there's a hole in my huge fucking bay window and I go motherfucker and so I step out the car and these fucking three kids couldn't be any older than 16, 17 years old comes up and I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he was like, come on, motherfucker. And I was like, you don't want me to come on, dude. This ain't the one. And I said, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm all fucking <laughs> punk, punk rock tatted up, dude. I'm wearing a pair of fucking mesh shorts and my boots. And, uh, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. These kids, one of them kind of rushes into me and I sleep him. And then his other two buddies come running up and like to catch him basically and I put the boots to him and they were just they're done. And so I leave, I go back inside and these kids are kind of coming to and they come back down well about 15 minutes later I hear a boom, 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 knocking on my door, and there's like the, all these fucking kids in my front yard. <laughs> but this is a grown up, yeah, at the my front door, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. fucking, all right, someone I can talk to, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, get this shit figured out. So I come into my porch, and he's already down the steps from my porch, and uh, he's standing there, and and I go he's going on and he's like what the fuck whipped on my fucking little brother but i was like yeah your little brother threw a fucking marble through my window and he goes it was a fucking ball bearing i gave it to him (laughs) (laughs) and right then i just i went wolverine dude and i I did i I, I remember seeing red just literally saw red yeah i saw (laughs) and i 
boom, and I hit him. And all the kids, I remember the, the, the funniest thing about it, as soon as I hit him, all these kids ducked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it was really, really loud. And all these kids ducked. And I saw that, and I immediately backed up to the top of my steps. There was a three-step stoop. And these kids, and this kid, the first guy, I, I, I know for a fact his name was Daryl. I don't remember his last name. I wouldn't say it anyways. <laughs> but uh, his name was Daryl, and he's sleeping. Like, just like, and he started doing that twitchy thing it was fucking scary and all of his buddies these kids just come rushing and i'm just standing there i have one hand on either side of the handrail and i am just unloading boots on these kids like they get up about halfway the steps and this kid's eating a boot next kid's eating a boot and i throw a hand at him and then he's eating a boot eating a boot when it's all done it probably i mean in my head it was like fucking 10 hours you know but it was maybe a total of like 90 was, to 120 seconds it was like a dmt trip <laughs> yeah yeah and when it's done like there's kids kind of crawling around and 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 i started getting excessive you know what i mean i was just like all right because where i grew up you set a fucking precedent yeah. you know what i mean if you guys are all going to come over here and do this and a couple of you are getting knocked out all of you are getting knocked the fuck yeah, out yeah. you're all fucking sleeping and so there's a kid and he was kind of like he started throwing shit and then he started hitting my car like with his hand like pounding on my car get off my fucking car <laughs> and it's getting like to the point where I was like I feel like the baddest motherfucker alive yeah, you know because yeah. I'm like all your buddies are fucking dead like every <laughs> single one of these kids is dead and he's in my car so I went out there and he's just in there and he sits me like starts getting close and getting close and he trips over the curb falls back I didn't even hit the kid trips over the curb falls back hits his head on the fucking concrete sleep <laughs> right in the street and I was like fuck and right then I'm like I'm hearing cars starting and they're all around the corner and i was like fuck so i tear ass back inside call my boy my boy is like i'll be there in fucking 10 minutes so he like the wolf and pulp fiction dude pulls up about nine minutes 47 seconds later he lives nine miles away yeah you know so i mean he is up at like 14 and and wherever and he's far away and he pulls yeah, yeah. up doesn't even walk towards my house just starts walking towards these kids house <laughs> and i was like fuck dude so i started walking out there he walks right into their house like right into their, <laughs> this dude's and ends up being their fucking grandmother's house yeah all these kids are hanging out just taking advantage <laughs> of this old lady well i see my boy picks this dude up by his neck like like picks him up my boy's yeah. a big boy he was very very strong picks him up by his neck and just starts throwing this kid's face into his forehead <laughs> <laughs> just headbutting the shit out of him. And it sounds like, uh, like imagine if you're like, if you had a big pool of pudding and you're just slapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And he just starts running hurt and I'm like, whoa. So there's kids and like, some of these kids don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you know, yeah. A bunch of these kids are already in the fucking hospital, I'm yeah, assuming. Because yeah. they're, <laughs> they're all fucked up. And, uh, but I know when I came back out, all the kids were gone. Yeah. So someone came and dragged these like, kids away. It was like it was like a video game. They it just like, like disappeared. They just disappeared dude. It was the it was the craziest, and I've been in some fucking shit, you know. But this was the craziest experience, and I was one hundred percent sober. Like I hadn't smoked, I hadn't drank. I was one hundred percent sober. None of these kids were, in my opinion. None of these kids they were not in the right mind. So he ends up going boom, knocking these kids out, knocking these kids out. We're walking out. He picks out his phone when he had the flip phone, flips the phone up, dials 911, calls like, hey, man, there's a disturbance going on over here on, on Pharaoh Street in Ferndale. Within, he goes, yeah, sir, we've had a lot of calls about that property. We'll be there very shortly. Mm -hmm. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's gross over here. <laughs> so we come back into our house, yeah. come back over to my house, and we're just kind of sitting there. We, I twist to Jay, and we're sitting there. He washes his hands and his face. He's got shit <laughs> his face. And he washes his hands, washes his face. And right then, we kind of like walk down to the corner, kind of peek around our neighbor's house and like kind of peek down, and they are hauling 
hauling everybody out. They have two wagons for kids. Those people were fucking, these kids were cooking meth in that house. They were growing grass. It was their grandma's house. The grandma ended up fucking losing the house. And I was like, so all of this happened because that fucking retard threw a fucking ball bearing through my bay window. Well, they're obviously meth heads. So. Well, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing, too. That's why I realized these kids were regenerating like yeah. fucking... <laughs> Like fucking animals. Like I was, there was one kid. I remember there was one kid who I bet you I hit. And this is all. I, I hope this shit doesn't come. This is so fucking bad. But there's one kid I hit. I he, I hit him, smoked him, six times, six times to the point where he's just sitting there smiling, and his teeth are fucking busted, just <laughs> fucked up. And he's just in the call, motherfucker. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm like, dude, like you that's, literally, he, he went to sleep. He has a concussion. That's, like he went to sleep like four times. That's the move of someone who does, who can't fight. Well, he, yeah, he could take a whooping. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. And that's but my that's, whole thing. But that's Jungles. the move of a person who can't fight. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, but that's <clears throat> this, these kids were harder than fucking coffin nails. Well, because they were on meth. But that was probably a big part of it. <laughs> it might have been a big part. Of it. I mean, that's what they're like teenagers. Dude. I mean, that's what the Nazis did. Yeah, they, no, I know. They put all of their soldiers on meth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amphetamines. Yeah. Yeah. But these kids were, uh, they were, they were tough kids. They were tough <laughs> kids, dude. I've never, I've never dealt with anything like that. I remember my wife, my hands were all fucked up. My hands were getting infected. Yeah. Like really, really infected. Not well, I didn't have to have like surgery or anything like right. that, but I had to take antibiotics and I yeah. had to have, um, I ended up having two on my right hand, the, these, this, my ring finger and my pinky finger, I had to get those knuckles drained Yeah, because, <laughs> <laughs> because they're these kids teeth, right? The the bacteria on these fucking kids teeth <laughs> infected my fucking hands, dude. And I remember they, my, they were like zombies. They, they were like zombies. <laughs> and I remember, uh, like, <clears throat> being out and mowing the next time i mowed Mm -hmm. and after i mowed i looked down and i mean there are just chunks of fucking tooth like all and i was like uh i remember puke like getting pukey (laughs) (laughs) like going through i went inside and grabbed gloves and i grabbed a snow shovel and i just set the snow shovel on the edge of the the uh sidewalk and just started picking up these teeth and just throwing them on the snow shovel so i could just take it and dump it over in the trash can and uh those kids literally after that I mean, a lot of those kids got arrested, and a lot of other kids were kind of hanging around the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing them get to my street and look down to yeah. see if I was outside. Like, would look down, and if I was outside, I'd like get, and you'd see them just run down the street <laughs> further. And if I would like got to the point where it was kind of funny because I'd like I'd see them start walking down the street, and I'd open the door and just step yeah. out on the front porch, and these kids would just tear ass the other way. <laughs> and I was like, that's it, you know? Because I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I had other neighbors come up, like, those kids have terrorized this fucking neighborhood. Yeah. All of a sudden, this twenty-five-year-old punker fucking. And they were like, Who are you? Where are you from? And I was like, I'm just John, man. I'm just, you know, <laughs> just John, man. I like to. Your, like to com- have a good time. your, your comic book is just John. Just John. Yeah, no shit. It's just John. I'm just John, man. But uh, the Lady Rose next to me always hated me, but she loved me after that. <laughs> she, she ended up hating me again. But um, because she was a rotten bitch. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, I had neighbors coming up. Like, uh, Danielle was like, You're gonna start getting like baked goods and shit. <laughs> I was like, That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it ended up costing me, I think, maybe 80 bucks and doctor visits to get my hands <laughs> you turn, taken care of. Like, after that, you turn into like daredevil 
<laughs> like you're just <laughs> I didn't get I that's cleaning. the thing too. Like I got my back was getting punched and stuff. I yeah. I didn't I hit in the face not once. You just <laughs> they couldn't reach me, dude. They you're just get like outside high ground. You're just like cleaning Ferndale of Juggalos. Yeah. Yeah. It was Hazel Park kids. These are all Hazel Park. Oh, it was a Hazel Park. Well no I was in Ferndale's Hazel Park schools. These are all Hazel Park high school kids. Oh, okay. And they uh yeah, they were. I'm telling you, man. I mean, to this day, you get a big group of them fucking guys around. I get, I get fucking anxious, you know, because they. I'm always waiting for. I remember that motherfucker right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And granted, it's been 13 years now since that happened. So hopefully, all those kids are gone. I guarantee 90 percent of them are dead. <laughs> Shit, for all I know, a couple of them didn't survive that fucking evening. <laughs> you know, I don't fucking know. But the cops came. And they were talking to us, and they were like, there was an altercation out here today. Yeah. And I go, yeah, there was an altercation out here today. Well, what happened? I go, these guys were literally trying to rush into my house. And they go, why didn't you call the cops? And I was like, eh. <laughs> That's a long story, officer. <laughs> that's a long story. <laughs> and that's the story I just shared with you. Yeah, so that was the, uh, that's the Juggalo story. <laughs> and they uh and honestly i can i can say in in 100 truth every single juggalo i've met since then has been a pretty decent dude <laughs> you know what i mean these were just the bad apple kids man yeah you know what i mean these are the kids that the reason why those guys got on an fbi watch list yeah because you know, honestly the majority of the fucking icp kids that i know are just fucking they dig that shit and they're yeah. into it and they're not looking to cause anyone any fucking trouble i remember when i was uh in like middle school i was listening to icp yeah, I remember Great Malenko came out when I was like a senior in high school, junior yeah. or senior in high school. Yeah. Um, maybe not even that. And I remember I was like, that's a pretty cool fucking little record. You yeah. Know I mean, it was all right. But then I was like, and then I got into Nas. <laughs> and I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, maybe I like rap different, different kind of rap than what yeah, yeah. the Juggalos have to offer. Nas and Wu-Tang. And, um, yeah, see, I was always more like West Coast rap. Were you? Like I was more like on the death row yeah. thing. And, uh, and like NWA and yeah. stuff. And like uh, what was... Uh, was it wasn't the uh what was uh ice cubes group three six mafia or something like that what, uh no uh west side connection west side connection that's yeah. what it was yeah you know i never really got i was never really into the west coast stuff i always liked uh biggie and nas jay-z um rakim i liked a lot yeah um yeah like very early i was like really into like a tribe called quest and mm-hmm, all that stuff mm-hmm. what about were you a jurassic five guy I my brother was really into Jurassic Five. I I don't like, know where those guys are from. Like I mean I I I liked like that one song. I don't even remember what the song was now, but I they had like one like kind of big hit, mm-hmm. and I liked that song. But I I was I I wasn't a fan of Jurassic Five. Right. I were you just, Roots? Were into the Roots? Oh yeah, the Roots are probably like my all time favorite band. Yeah. them and Outcast. Yeah, like Outcast. I liked Outcast. I like that's the thing too is I got really into Southern rap once I started hearing yeah, yeah, Outcast. Yeah, like once I heard Outcast, it was like Goody Mob. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Nappy Roots. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, well, uh, Dead Prez. You know, yeah. like all those Atlanta rap groups were yeah, fucking yeah. hot as fuck. And then uh, then Eminem. Yeah, you know Eminem came out and it was just like Jesus Christ, that is some funny <laughs> you shit. You know Eminem, like I, I, obviously I was into him when he came out, but like when I go back and try to listen, the only album that I can really listen to is the first one, the Slim Shady LP. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I can't. Li- I can the 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 original Marshall Mathers LP is mm-hmm. okay. That is that the one with. Uh, Kendrick on it. Mm. No, that's the newer one. Okay, I like that one. I'm talking about the first, like his actual second album the was second called record. the Marshall Mathers yeah. LP. Yeah, 
Um, and then he made another Marshall Mathers LP. Okay. I, I didn't really like that one. I like that one. It has So Far on it and has a Kendrick song, Love Game. Or yeah. Like Berserk was on it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't. I Rap don't. God. His, his, the the production after the fir- the very first album to me just got way too poppy. I just, oh, okay. I didn't, I just didn't like it. Okay. Um, I mean, as a rapper, obviously, like. Top of the top. Of yeah. The yeah. Like, I'm not talking about like his rapping. I'm just talking about the quality of the album overall. Right. I just, the, the production, I just couldn't get into it. Right. Like, yeah, don't, no, I like don't. I said, the only one of his albums that I can really go back to and, and like, really listen to is the Slim Shady album. And really, there's only about seven songs on that fucking record. The Slim there's Shady so album? Yeah, there's so many fucking skits and... Oh, yeah, 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 know, yeah. There's only, like, seven songs I thought you were talking about, like, as record. far as tracks go. Oh, like, no, 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 there's, there's like, tracks. 15 tracks. Yeah. There's only, like, seven songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was kind of interesting, too, because he took that skit thing. I've never done it, but I'd love to reach out to him, to his team or something to be like, or if you're ever interested in doing stand-up... <laughs> Think about how fucking good that would be, dude. He's a why funny would, cat. Why would he come and Something do it? Different. <laughs> Challenge yourself. But dude. but why would he do it? Like on a like, if he wanted to do stand up, he could just go fill a fucking arena and do stand up. <laughs> because he has to get his feet wet first. Whatever. Who cares? He's got like, his chops up. You don't think his fans would go watch him do stand up? He would sell arenas out. No, but that's the thing. We keep it low key. His friends wouldn't even have to know about it. <laughs> yeah. He'd just show up. <laughs> I think it'd be a treat. I think it would be a treat. I think it'd be funny. I think he'd, I bet you'd write some fucking bomb ass jokes. I don't know. I think he'd be a better uh, improv guy than he would be a stand up guy. Yeah, maybe. Oh, so he lacks soul. Okay. He always he he's into antics. Yeah. He's not into anecdotes. Yeah. He's into we're antics. More anecdotal. Yeah. Um. You're fucking headlining this weekend, aren't you? I'm closing out a show. Aren't you the feature performer, though? Yes. Are you getting the most time? I am. So you're headlining a show this weekend, (laughs) right? But it's not like a headline. Like, I'm not doing 45 minutes. Okay. Look, I'm doing. Look, (laughs) I'm trying to make you see in the world of see that at least one of these bullshit boys is making things happen in the comedy scene. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely good and I'm making shit happen. But. <laughs> right. Right. I wonder if you're, uh, are you going to stick around? What do you mean? Detroit? Or are you going to go East? I can't go East. Like I, I would have to like break up with Keith so that I don't have to sell or uh, pay uh, half a mortgage anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not going anywhere. You know. Okay. Good. <laughs> if I I mean if I I would have to do it like Jeff Horst did. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's the only chance I have. Right. Is to be so good they can't ignore you. Right. Like yeah. somehow just make it happen from yeah. here. I wonder. Uh, yeah, Jeff Horse is a friend of ours. Um, Comedy Central's Jeff Horse. Comedy Hart. Central's Jeff Hart. Jeff <laughs> Horse. He was on Kevin Hart's um, Heart of the City. And then he's also going on the next level show as well. This summer, he'll be on Comedy Central again. Yeah, he just recorded a, a, a half hour for Comedy Central for one of Kevin Hart's shows. Yeah. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. Super deserving dude. Very, yeah. very, very good dude. Um, I remember when I first met him, I was just like, this guy hates me. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this dude doesn't hate anybody. <laughs> and I was like, except injustice. <laughs> He's a sharp cat, man. I like him a lot. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't I you know for a fact I'm not going anywhere, but I just I still have the feeling that I'm gonna be sought out for my talent. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna make Detroit we're gonna make Detroit the new Hollywood. <laughs> we could get those tax breaks back. God damn it. <laughs> um, those were such a load of shit though. I like know. But the, it brought a lot of fucking movies here. It brought a lot of business, but like ever the the local acting scene acting like uh now it's relevant was ridiculous because all these movies were bringing their actors from LA and New York like mm-hmm. no one was casting anything no. from Detroit no but i mean but do you think about it though like they they bought that Nick's restaurant in Clawson yeah to use for shooting for a week yeah and so that guy made five times what he would have made that week yeah no i mean from from like a business An economic aspect, standpoint it was fucking it, awesome it, it was you know it was stimulating a lot locally but how much were we giving back in taxes though you know what i mean yeah no I and, and then and then also like the, the way they sold it was that they were going to create this thriving movie scene here in michigan and it's mm-hmm. like well no you just came here filmed packed up and left right. like you weren't really making a scene here right. you were just using it for its resources yeah i had a friend who was a script supervisor mm-hmm. um went to u of m for uh I mean, essentially for writing mm-hmm. and ended up being a script. Service. She's actually got some scripts purchased as well. She's an awesome writer, but she was yeah. the script supervisor on justice league. Okay. And, um, which was all filmed here. And, um, that was really, really, really neat. I remember when we went into, cause she was a client of mine and we went to close her house. We went and did it on set. Mm-hmm. Like we had to do it with a mobile closer and they were filming the short. And I remember I was sitting there and I was like, is that fucking Ben Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that's, that's Ben Affleck. I was like, he's a lot fucking bigger than I thought. Dude was like, he's a big fucking dude. Yeah, he's like six, what? Six, six three, six, six two. I think he was like, like six, three six plus. Three? Yeah. yeah. And I remember seeing him and I was like, he's bigger than I thought. And she was just like, and then she said something like, wait till he takes his shirt off. And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't need it to know. <laughs> he can if he wants, I guess. I don't know. My, I'll take my uh, shirt off. If he does, do I have to? My, one, one of my buddies, he, uh, he went and was an extra in the Batman Superman movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That was all filmed here too, wasn't it? Yeah. He was in the, uh, the ballroom scene. Oh, right on. And uh, he said... Where Lex Luthor comes in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he said... Yeah. Uh, That's he where said, he introduces him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said in between takes, because he was standing like right by them in mm-hmm. the shot. Mm-hmm. So like when they would call cut, like everybody would stay in their like general area for continuity. Mm-hmm. And so like he was right by all three of them. And he said like in between shots, the three of them were just like roasting him. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> just clowning on him? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Think about he that. always gets roasted by because like one time me and him went to an audition and uh it was it was in holland and it was for some movie um ed harris was in it hope floats uh, jennifer connelly hope floats was that what it was no no idea what's <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah we went we went to uh be ex- try to be extras in that and you know um uh dustin ian black i think was his name the guy that wrote milk oh um no that's you're thinking michael ian black D- dustin lance black maybe yeah something, yeah, like, something that. like that he um the guy who wrote milk mm-hmm. he wrote and he was going to direct this movie mm-hmm. and he was there and uh the, the way it was set up where there were like there was like a bunch of tables and you would go up to a table and they'd ask you a bunch of questions and like because you were just going to be an extra right so they 
just they just needed to know basically like your availability your sizes right like your jacket size your pants size and all that right and then they would just like you up right there well yeah and they would just like look at you and be like it was all based on your looks basically right so like um the table that that uh my buddy went up to he was sitting like he was at the table Mm -hmm. the the director right who i can't the Academy Award winner Winning whose name I can't we don't remember. Care about. Um, he <laughs> he was at the table and he started roasting my body. <laughs> that always happens to him. There he is. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> that mic's ready for you, ready and hot. <laughs> oh, okay. We're we're at Ray's house right now, and Ray's just gonna go. Poop. <laughs> I love this house. <laughs> oh, this place is awesome. Uh, but, um, but yeah, he always gets roasted by celebrities. That's fucking funny. I uh, I remember we went and um, saw Blaine at the Hustler Club when he was opening up for the Legion of Skanks guys. This oh yeah yeah I was yeah, and I remember uh, Louis J Gomez looking at me and asking me if I'd care if I had a gay son. Like looking at me, you'd think yeah this guy's definitely gonna care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like you picked the wrong dude, man. <laughs> I remember that. I remember him being like, well, you, you. I mean, yeah, yeah, easiest yeah. guy to point to, the guy yeah, that clearly yeah. has the same beliefs. Yeah. You know, and he was like, would you care? I go, no. <laughs> I was like, no. And they were like, well, no. And I was like, I remember I got every stripper's. Oh. Yeah. I was like, and I was looking, I was like, fuck you, skanky bitches. No, I wouldn't give a fuck if my son was gay. I don't give a fuck. Is he happy? Did you give good head? <laughs> it's all I care about. No queer son of mine's gonna be a bad cocksucker. Yeah, no, hell no, no. My my son's gonna have the gift. He's gonna learn how to breathe through his nose. All the fun stuff. <laughs> all the fun stuff that goes along with it. Um. Yeah, no. So you are gonna be at the uh, Tecumseh Tecumseh Brew Brewing Company Brewing Company on Saturday, right? Yes. What time does that show start? Um, I believe it starts at eight. At eight? Yeah. Okay. Who's opening for you? Um. Oh shit! That's right. I need to. I need to get in touch with people. Um. Bart, Bart Dangus, Dangus is, is one. supposed to be coming. I haven't talked to him in a long time about about the show, so I don't know if he even remembers. Um. And I think Matt. Oh, right on. Richards. That'll be sweet. It's gonna come. There's That'll gonna be, be other people as well, but I. Oh, is there? coming with me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. That's fun. That'll be cool. Um. Man, what else is happening, man? I'm trying to think about. Other shit that I wanted to talk about. We had a bomb ass show at Sellerman's on Saturday night. Oh yeah, that show was great. It was fucking. That's probably one of our best shows uh, because they, I'm telling you that stage. Yeah, does wonders. Well, but I mean, it was packed too, though. Yeah, and like, it was I fucking mean, packed. It, it was the whole front section was full. The whole mm-hmm. back section was full. It was, yeah, it was a great show. We were fucking pushing capacity. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm sorry for yawning. Oh, excuse me. Um, what else you got, boss? Uh, I I don't know, man. I I'm just out here trying to survive. You know. I um was uh follow like I said I was following that Zuckerberg thing today, and you know I did have a I did have a thing I can't remember what it is now though. But yeah, go ahead. No, I I was watching that Zucker the Zuckerberg thing today, and I kept thinking like fucking is this a distraction from Trump's lawyer getting fucking raided yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> now, I know this is all in the works, but that's another thing I wanted to talk about, too, is Trump's lawyer getting raided. I don't like, know, man. I 
I have a hard time believing any of it is real. Yeah. Just because, like, I, I know how the FBI operates. I and Everybody, Mueller is everybody's hero right now. Right. Mueller was also the one who convinced everyone that Iraq had weapons of, weapons mass, of mass destruction. destruction. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He was the one that testified and said, yeah, they have weapons of mass destruction. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought it was Colin Powell. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Colin Powell as well, but right. Mueller was one of the people that went up and was like, yes, they have WMDs. That's awesome. And and you just, like, I mean, you just go look through the, the history of the FBI. Like, why, why would you think they'd do anything differently now than they did back then? Right. You know? Why, well, why would is, they why would they fight so hard to get all that power in the 60s and have n- essentially nothing happen to them in the 70s or 80s to mm-hmm. to expose the treacherous shit they did right and think that they're not wielding that power still right you know what I mean well my whole thing is the because I know I know two FBI agents actually. Mm-hmm. They uh, are based downtown, and they are the nerdiest fucking nerds I've ever met in my life. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you right here. Feed me, baby. I think a secret serviceman was trying to fuck me when I was a kid. Really? Uh huh. Because I grew up in Hamtramck, mm-hmm. and we would every summer we would have the Polish festival, right? And the last day there would be a big parade. And one of the years George H. W. Bush came, and they had Secret Service men just lined up up and down the fucking strip. And I was sitting there with my grandma, and this Secret Service, and I was wearing a Charlotte Hornets T-shirt. Fucking right, Larry and, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and or this, just the Hornet. And the Secret Service guy started making small talk with me, saying that he was from Charlotte and he's a big Hornets fan, and, and like, I can get you just, tickets. Just follow just me being, in my van. He's just being very cheeky with me. You yeah, know? I, I think that guy wanted to fuck me. <laughs> I was like 12. Or he was engaging conversation, <laughs> making himself look nah, civil. He was, he was trying to fuck me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. <clears throat> maybe you're right. <laughs> Everyone's trying to fuck Alex. <laughs> All right, buddy. We love you. Good night. Thanks for the hospitality, too, by the way. All right. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, that, that guy was definitely trying to fuck me. I think that you will put wishful thinking in the place of historical accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I think you really want to fuck a Secret Service agent. George H.W. Bush is... They don't pick their agents, bro. Uh, you you don't you don't think so? Oh, sorry. I maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you have an inside scoop. You, fucking you, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the one, you're the sleuth around here. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, I, okay, fuck. listen. I don't want to say anything that's going to like get the FBI at my doorstep. But let's just say George H.W. Bush... Sketchy character, okay. Especially when it comes to the clandestine children. operation, <laughs> the children. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say why. Oh, really? I'm not gonna say for what reason or any specific event, but sketchy character. So why wouldn't he be surrounded by other sketchy characters? That's that's. I don't know what context you're bringing this up in, but I'm with you 100. <laughs> percent I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'd have no point of reference in the. In, I have in, no idea. I've never heard any rumor of the such, but I'm behind you 125. percent In the 80s, when he was, I I think it was when he was vice president. I don't think it was when he was president yet. I think when he was vice president to Ronald Reagan, uh, he got caught giving midnight tours to young boys in the White House. 
from <laughs> from Boys Town in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, part of the uh, that same yeah credit union shit. Yeah, and in the credit <laughs> and, and in the book, I still don't buy that credit union shit. You got to read the book. I guess I do. That's one single point of view. I've read Wikipedia about it, bro. They said it's false. <laughs> you. <laughs> Did you also read Snopes? I read enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? I had to have read five, six paragraphs about that. And I'd like to think that we put it to bed, bro. All right, man. You can keep living this dream. Keep living this dream. And, you know, acting like like everything's just peachy. You know, I was watching that Paterno movie. Yeah. The one with Jerry. They're basically saying, you know, Jerry Sandusky. And there's a part where there's a boy going in an elevator, going up in an elevator with Jerry Sandusky and he puts his arm around him and that boy's like my boy's age. Yeah. And I was the rage. You know what I mean? Like the rage. I don't know how he was never beaten to death. You know what I mean? Just because he's got he, powerful but the thing is too beyond him. that too he picked kids that didn't have dads yeah you know what i mean he picked kids that had moms that were in vulnerable positions do you have netflix yeah go watch who took johnny oh man <laughs> is that the one where the kid went and then came back and was like i'm i was having fun no it's a documentary about the credit union who took Johnny? Who took Johnny? Oh man! Okay. <laughs> I don't. You know I don't like that shit. I can't. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe it, I do. I, I mean, I'll, I'll. I'm willing to say I believe it just to not watch that fucking. I can't handle the kid touching shit, man. That shit fucks me up. So one of the one of the lead uh, uh, witnesses in the trials for for the credit union, he's he's one of the main people in the documentary. And um, the the people doing the documentary go to interview him, and he describes the house that they that him and all the other kids were locked inside of, and he starts just describing the house. He's like, "There's a trap door here. There's a hidden room in the basement, mm-hmm. and blow. There's like hallways, and like he's he's describing the house." Mm-hmm. So, the documentary uh, crew they find this house mm-hmm. but it's not owned by the people anymore it's just owned by some regular like, random yeah. ass people right and so they go talk to the people and and the people have no idea what the fuck these that he's because they're describing like this hidden room and shit and they're like what are you talking about we don't know mm-hmm. so they bring Paul Bonazzi in he's the who's the, the kid the kid mm-hmm. he's not a kid anymore at right, this he's point a grown but, up. but like he, they bring him there and he finds the secret room in this house and everybody's just like holy fucking shit and it's exactly how he described it jesus christ that's fucking gross is that kid dead now that guy banazzi no he's on facebook he fucking posts he's a fucking he's like such a strong far right conservative now really yeah and he just posts on Facebook all the time, like, you liberals need to pick yourselves up and help yourself. Oh, <laughs> and what God. can you say to the guy? He yeah. just he was fucking abused horrifically his whole life, and right. now he's got it together, and he's living like a good life. <laughs> so are you 
you're gonna tell this guy like no fuck you paul we need yeah fucking, no i will we need 100%. universal health care yeah. <laughs> yeah i will 100 percent. i don't give a fuck about your traumatic child experiences dude my mom my, my mom drank too motherfucker <laughs> i don't give a fuck if you're diddled uh, but that was always a big joke with us too my brother i think i've said that on here before how me and my brother were altar boys yeah and how we'd always say what would you do if father Talbot's coming here right now just had his dick in his hand and my brother was like i'd stab him in the fucking chest with his crucifix i'm like i just go to work on him <laughs> just go to work <laughs> and that was the thing that's what, what it was you just when we uh we just we put work on these motherfuckers man and uh and drew goes he's i remember drew even saying that he's a fucking octogenarian dude fuck that fucking clown <laughs> we'd literally say that in church and then i was like i wonder where i lost faith I uh, was i lost faith another another one it's a docuseries what's it called can't remember what it's called um are you look, look it up i am is who took johnny are you sure it's still on netflix i think it is because i was looking for the bridge the what's one about the all those people jumping off the golden gate bridge like they had a it's called the bridge and it's basically they keep a camera on both there's four cameras plus yeah who took johnny still on there okay good um the keepers the keepers that's another one okay it's about a uh it's about a nun that gets murdered i watched that did you yeah i yeah. That was fucking really good yeah it was really good um i love all the people that come out to, de- to debunk that stuff yeah you know they're basically saying no there was it was actually probably the nun was maybe killed by another priest who was not affiliated with that guy but he's the one that they interviewed and he's in the keepers too yeah he's like in a yellow shirt throughout the whole thing i think his name was john which is fitting um <laughs> but yeah i thought that that was uh that was a good one i like that it was but that one too put me in a rage i get ragey like when i hear about kids getting fucked with it that's yeah. something that i can't really manage like i remember hearing about a guy who you know his son was touched by a neighbor and the guy just walked over to a butcher knife and buried in this fucking dude's forehead <laughs> and i was like what well, i yeah I mean, I mean what do you do what do you do in that situation you know? i mean how do you you know i'm gonna bury this so i'm gonna break the fucking knife off right you like, know what, what I mean? do you do you, like what are you gonna not kill this guy yeah like I mean, you could you're gonna call the cops and let him get off in a technicality down the road and then i gotta find him again yeah I'm like walk over there the funniest thing the funniest thing was everybody uh everybody talking shit about that dad that charged nasser yeah what, what are you gonna you, keep me off him? what do you expect yeah. him to do yeah do you expect him to just be like oh well you know what i'm glad they got you we got him mm-hmm. i just <laughs> i like the fact that they i because i, I would have the thing is i still think like i know enough people that i i could touch that motherfucker in jail you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like I could, I could i could get to him but that guy probably didn't have the resources but i would i wouldn't rush the guy yeah i'd let him know you know what I mean? I'd be yeah, like, yeah. your life is not going to be pleasant. <laughs> like, there's no, your days of pleasantries are over. You're not a doctor yeah. anymore. Yeah. You're not a doctor. You're a fucking pincushion. Mm-hmm. And I would. I'd ask the judge. I was like, I'm just going to ask if I can get three minutes. You know, if I can get three, you know, I can't let you do that. Can I get one minute? And then immediately I'm addressing him. <laughs> immediately I'm just like, your life's going to be a living fucking hell. They're going to turn your fucking <laughs> asshole into chewed bubble gum. <laughs> Every fucking thing about you is going to be fucking mincemeat. And I'm going to yeah. watch. I'm going to. As soon as you're fucking buried, I'm pissing on it. You know, that's the thing. Like, it's, oh, my daughter. No way. Mm-hmm. No way. And right now, I'm way too. I'm projecting way too much to the point where I'm starting to look like a pedophile. 
<laughs> like all this false rage I have right now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what are you trying to hide, John? <laughs> I'd be so mad. I just, I just, I'd kill myself. You're like overcompensating right now. <laughs> You're like, really overcompensating, psycho. <laughs> like kids are the most unsexy fucking thing ever. I never understood that they're gross. They smell. They're fucking. You know, there's nothing like I need reciprocity. You know, I don't need a kid sitting there looking at me. You know, I need I need more. Like, I need a good conversation. I know? don't. What am I going to get out yeah, of this I'm kid? not going to get shit. Yeah, I don't need a good conversation. <laughs> I just need that kid to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and that's it, dude. I mean, kid abuse is like, you know, that's so vulnerable and life-changing. Yeah. I mean, permanent. Yeah. You know, that's that's always stuck a craw in my... I just never liked that. For some reason, I never liked pedophilia. <laughs> I mean, ever since I was this never, big. Never been a fan? Never. never? Since I'm a little kid. Okay. Since well, I'm a little kid. I mean, we all have our tastes. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right. <laughs> mm, we, uh, I just, I think that uh, I've always been a pretty much straight up vanilla porn kind of guy. Like, give me some butt play. Give me some some wild shit. Even, dude, even the like the tiny chick stuff, like tiny chicks with huge, and, and yeah, huge yeah. dicks. I don't like that. Is... Is vanilla today the same as vanilla 10 years ago, though? Absolutely not. I feel like the, the ceiling for vanilla has changed. The ceiling for vanilla has definitely changed. Like I, 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 Dude, I've, you know how many times I've been watching gay porn, not even really realizing <laughs> it? Like watching a glory hole movie and then seeing the dude has fucking whiskers and like, oh, that was a butt the whole time? <laughs> like, because you're getting it from the dick point of view. And then it comes out and there's like fucking stubble all over the butt crack. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, that was a dude the whole time. But in my head, it was a chick. <laughs> or at least a tranny. I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like in today's world, uh, water sports is vanilla, right? I, that's that's beyond my scope. I'm not into piss playing stuff. Like, that's, I don't watch that. I mean. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah. In, if I'm, like, in a porn session, you know, one of my marathon two-hour porn sessions. Two-hour uh, porn <laughs> sessions? Are you fucking serious? It takes me 45 seconds. <laughs> Well, you know, you gotta you gotta prime yourself. Yes, you, know you have mean? time. Yeah, you have time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I remember. Yeah, I remember like edging myself and shit like that yeah, back yeah. in the day. No, yeah. man, that shit ain't. But but like, I'm if, a pump and fly kind of guy. I, now. I see. I see at least one water sport. Like I I stumble across at least one right. water sport. Do you ever watch video. straight stuff or no? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, There's this one like guy. Two, girl, two dudes and a girl. Is that your bag or would you be? It could just be one guy and a girl. Oh, okay. There, there's one guy that I used to like, and I can't remember his fucking name. I've been trying to remember his name for like months now. I just, I cannot remember his name. Jordash Wrangler? No. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Did you just say? Did you two say the first types. two jeans? I just you said the think two of? jeans. I can't think of. Because to me, that sounds like that's would be a porn star's name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember for a little while, Jordash started making shoes, and uh, yeah, those did. those were the shoes that I would get for oh, school. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember, um, well, I remember getting uh, Spalding shoes from a store called Big Wheel. Yeah, up um, until about I think like eighth grade. I used to just get bullshit shoes. Like, my parents just wouldn't buy me, like, real no, shoes. No, I never got... And yeah. then by eighth grade, they started buying me, like, real shoes. I remember eighth grade, B-team basketball, uh, starting center. Um, I uh, Not the A squad, but the B squad. <laughs> Justin Peters was better than I was. Uh, 
but I remember getting a pair of Converse, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I kept fucking good care of those shoes, and yeah. then the motherfuckers got stolen from gym class by Achi <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, really liked his name was Oscar. He, I shouldn't have said his name. I think he, he might be in some trouble. I think he might be locked up. I, I don't remember, but he's originally from my home. I think he's still in my hometown. He was me and him always got along good, but I don't think he realized they were my shoes, <laughs> and I ended up getting them back. Yeah, but like they were, uh, there was that was like the funniest fucking thing ever. Um, me and that kid were actually friendly. He checked my <laughs> shit, and then I got big and was. And once I, I was always that pudgy little kid and yeah. get my ass whooped, and then all of a sudden I was like, I don't have to do that anymore. I'm gonna start fucking hurting people. And then I got medicated and I was back to right, back in the neutral. What else we got? We we uh, we can wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We got a. Uh, let's see. Coming up, where next show is Derby Day. Yep. Next show, he's got Derby Day. And if you are going to be, dude, and I mean this like not in a patronizing way at all, but Alex, in my opinion, is one of the funnier comics in Metro Detroit. I dig him <laughs> the most. If you are going to, I mean, I don't mean this tongue in cheek. I mean this for real. If you are going to be in the Tecumseh area or Monroe or anything like that this weekend, check him out at Tecumseh Brewing Company. It'll be very, very much, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, you can find me. Um, at my office, um. <laughs> you, you can uh, find me uh, uh, in my car eating McDonald's. In my car, on my lunch eating hour. McDonald's, having a sad lunch, <laughs> um, playing tap base tap sports baseball on my phone, <laughs> getting struck out regularly. Uh, every once in a while, I'll drop a little Angry Birds on you. Um, no, you'll. I have. Uh, honestly, I think Sellermans is my next show. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I might have something else up. No, 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 I got one coming up with Jason Brent. Um, oh, yeah, I'm on that, too. Are you on that one, too? Yeah, yeah. That's my next one coming up. I don't know where he does that, do you know? He, yeah, at Trixie's, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, he passive-aggressively booked me on that. Did he, he passive-aggressively he, Like, me? he just put me on the fly. Like, he didn't ask me if I could do the show. Is he there just, a flyer? Yeah, he just put me on the flyer. And then, was it because <laughs> I was on the flyer? I love how people think we're comedy parts. Like, yeah, yeah. like, me and you were like a, a package sale now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I saw it on Facebook Except for Tecumseh Brewing Company. oh if there's one thing i like is being able to hold something over someone else's head (laughs) in a manner that because i could give a fuck like i hope you realize i don't care but the fact that i can play like i do makes me real fucking happy i'm i'm good at deceit you're good at (laughs) guilt guilt it's irish catholic (laughs) <laughs> that's the way no but uh be sure you follow us on that's bullshit right on uh facebook you can find us on twitter uh instagram all the fun places there uh you can download us on itunes and uh and uh soundcloud and um stitcher. i think that's all i got what else stitcher what's that one stitcher stitcher it's an app yeah fucking right find us on stitcher <laughs> i don't even have that one yet um <laughs> Yeah, come actually, see us. actually, wait a minute. I don't. I don't think we are on Stitcher. Never. Yeah, don't find us there. Don't find us. Grinder, Grinder was where we were. <laughs> well, you find me on Grinder. You find Alex on Grinder. <laughs> you'll find me on a, a, on any sex offender watch list. If you, if, if I come up in your Grinder uh, grid, uh, start thinking about. Where Places the nearest where meet. no, where the nearest mall bathroom is. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that where it is? No more rest stops. It seems yeah. like rest stops. You have a really good opportunity for a yeah, but you got to drive out. like two hours away. Like, oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah no. like Oklahoma mall work. <laughs> um, no, but find us online. Find us on uh, on in space. Find us where you find us. Um, my name is John Mahar, and uh, that's Alex Bozanovic, and we love you guys all so much. Bye!
Bye.